You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Tim McMaster talking Toronto Blue Jays baseball with MLB.com Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. And, Gregor, I guess, first of all, this team back in first place after Tuesday's action ahead of the Yankees, or I should say back alone in first place, coming off a big weekend series with the Angels. Now they play the Rangers, basically knocking off teams in the AL West. They put the Angels below the Rangers in the standings. They get a great start from David Price in the opener on Friday to get past the Angels. How big was that series to take down a Western team like that in a big series? It really was a big series for them, and you know it's a continuation of a recent trend that we've seen. The Blue Jays have had a pretty tough schedule since um, you know all the trades were made um, at, at the end of July, but they've been able to pass every test along the way. I mean, they handled uh, the Minnesota Twins with ease uh, earlier uh, in the month as well. They you know they handled uh, the Angels with relative ease as well, and uh, you know they they started off strong against the Rangers, so. Uh, I mean, this has been a, a pretty impressive run uh, that the Jays have gone on for these last three weeks. And, um, you know, these are the type of tests that are going to be good for a team that um, really expects to, to make the postseason. Um, and it's uh, improved their spot in the division as well. And that's, that's what the goal is for this team is, you know, there's a lot of questions being asked uh, from the media in Anaheim about the wildcard spot. And pretty much everybody on the team um, kind of stopped those questions pretty quickly and said, uh, we're not worried about the wild card. We're not worried about the Angels. We're, we're focused uh, on on the AL East and and, and, the, and the Yankees, and, and that's what they've been doing. There's been a lot of talk about that Blue Jays offense all season long, but they kind of took it to a new level over the weekend. Thirty six runs in the three game series. That actually set a franchise record for a three game set. They also had forty eight hits. Is it possible that this offense is actually getting better? <laughs> it's a scary thought. Um, and they're certainly uh, that was the the best I've seen them uh, in three games for sure. Obviously, uh, with the franchise record, and it's just a it's just a scary proposition when you have to deal with that lineup. I mean, uh, the Angels pitching staff uh, going in. I mean, you, they were facing some pretty good pitchers in that series as well. I mean, Garrett Richards is uh, is no slouch by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, you know, they're really doing it against some of the top talent as well. And, uh, you know, really one through nine, it's the overall depth of that lineup that, that really is impressive. And uh, you're starting to see Troy Tulowitzki start to heat up a little bit as well. I mean, he was struggling earlier this year, uh, but it seems like he's starting to turn a corner and that, that could make the lineup even better than it was before. I was actually going to bring up the fact that on Tuesday night, Tulo comes through with a big game-tying yeah. hit late in the game. How much of the struggles that he had been going through? I mean, obviously, in his first game with the Blue Jays, he homered, and and it was at home, and and those, you know, the big crowd reaction. But how much of his struggles are just a part of joining a new team in a pennant race and and having to adapt to all those changes? Yeah, I think there has been an, an adjustment period for him. You know, he was he was saying after that big game against Texas that. Um, you know, he hasn't changed anything since, uh, you know, he started struggling and then appears to be breaking out of it a little bit. He just feels a little bit more relaxed and comfortable now, and it really could be just as simple as that. Um, you know, it's it's understandable that uh, there would be an adjustment period coming over. I mean, switching leagues, uh, you know, moving to a foreign country, uh, a trade that, uh, you know, really caught him off guard. It wasn't something that he was expecting. Um, you know, all those things uh, can rattle a person a little bit, and 
know, psychologically, it might take a little bit to get over that. And, and you know, I think we're starting to see him, uh, you know, really settle in. And, you know, that uh, game, the, the series opener against the Rangers, he really came through when it mattered the most. I mean, with that game time, uh, single when the Blues were down their final out in the ninth inning. And that, that's just, a, a you know, a remarkable testament to, to um, you know, putting him in the leadoff spot as well. Um, you know, getting an extra at bat, and he came around you know, using him instead of a guy like Ben Revere in, in the top spot, uh, gives the Blue Jays that option. And he came around one more time. And, uh, you know, when you're starting a lineup with Troy Tulowitzki, Josh Donaldson, Jose Batista, Nemoyne Encarnacion, and that, that's a scary, uh, you know, situation for any opposing pitcher. Because of the way the schedule kind of lined up for the Blue Jays, they were able to go to a, a four-man rotation briefly, and that meant Drew Hutchison going down. He's expected back, I believe, on, on Saturday. Is there any concerns about him coming back up to the major leagues and settling back into the rotation? Well, he's someone who really needs to you know, finish strong. Um, you know, Obviously, just to give the Blue Jays more production out of that this spot in the rotation, but you know, also just for his own confidence uh, going into – uh, the playoffs to maybe try and make a statement for uh, the fact that he should be included in that rotation and then conference going into next year as well, um, because it really has been a disappointing season for him overall. Um, you know, the good news for him is that the two starts um, that he made in Toronto before uh, getting sent down were, were probably two of his best starts of the season. So, uh, you know, it looked like maybe he was turning a bit of a corner, although it's such a small sample size, it's hard to, read too much into it but there is you know there are some encouraging signs and uh, you know he went down and made one start uh, in the minors it was more of a tune-up than anything else uh, you know he struggled a little bit in that outing only got through four innings um, but the pitch count was low on purpose because it was more just kind of a trial run than anything else they just want to keep him fresh um, so he'll come back up uh, but he has a lot to prove because right now he's he's clearly ranked fifth of, out of the Blue Jays uh, starters and um, you know he's gonna he's gonna really have to turn things around, and a lot of it for him comes uh, down to command. He's a guy who relies on that, and he's been leaving a lot of pitches up in the zone. Uh, that's not something we're used to seeing from him, uh, at least compared to to what he did last year. So, uh, you know, it's gonna be an interesting uh, final stretch for him to see just where he slots himself into that rotation, closing things out. More good news on the Marcus Stroman front this week. Uh, he makes a simulated plays pitches in a simulated game. This week down in Florida, he says he wants to start if he can make it back to the team. Is there a spot in that rotation when you talk about what Hutchison needs to do, or is the team just kind of excited that Stroman is on the mound right now? Yeah, the, the excitement is you know is first and foremost for sure. Um, you know, he there is an outside chance um, that he could take Hutchison's spot. Uh, or there is an outside chance that the Jays could tempor- temporarily go with a six-man rotation just to give everyone an extra day of rest and, and really kind of see what, they, uh, what they've what they got down there. I would be surprised if that's what ends up happening, though. I, I think ultimately he's going to end up in the bullpen uh, simply because he, he doesn't have a lot of time. I mean, he made, uh, you know, he would pitch in that one simulated game. He's got another sim- simulated game this week. Uh, and then you're looking at the possibility of at most two starts, two official rehab starts uh, with Buffalo. Um, and so that's really not a lot of time to get your pitch count up there. Um, he would have to be really, really sharp uh, and bouncing back really, really fast because that's uh, just not something that, I mean, if, if he had another couple weeks on top of that, it would be a completely different story. 
and there'd be no question about him coming back as a starter. Uh, but just simply because of the time factor, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Blue Jays take a very similar approach to the one that they took with um, Aaron Sanchez earlier this year when he came back. You know, they brought him uh, initially back into the minor leagues as a starter on that rehab assignment before coming through. Uh, and then once he was activated, he ended up in the bullpen. Um, so it could be another weapon for them uh, to use down there in late innings. Is there any concern that he's, because he's pushed it so much to get back this season, that, that he's moved too quickly and there's any chance of re-injuring the knee or doing something to an arm because of the knee? Yeah, and that's something the Jays have been asked about a lot. Um, you know, they fully admit that, you know, if the season wasn't going the way it was right now, um, you know, you probably wouldn't see Stroman pushed uh, quite as fast as, as he has been. Uh, you know, if the Jays were out of it right now, um, you know, you probably don't really bother, um, you know, having him come back this season. You probably just tell him, uh, you know, you know, just, you know, keep your arm in shape, but basically take the rest of the year off and, and, and get ready for 2016. Um, but with this team in the mix for, for a postseason, it's, it's obviously a different story. And, uh, you know, while the team admits that, they're also quick to point out that, um, the doctors are the ones who gave him the clearance, and the doctors don't seem to have any concerns about, uh, you know, injuring the knee by pushing things right now. And if the doctors don't, then, you know, nobody else really probably should as well because you know, certainly they know uh, a lot more about the situation than, than any of us possibly could. So you, you kind of go based on that and you go based on how Stroman is feeling. And, uh, you know, it might be a little bit different if this was uh, an arm injury, but, you know, it's, there has been a lot of time uh, spent rehabbing that knee, and he was able to keep his arm in shape uh, you know, throughout a lot of that process. He was throwing off flat ground, not off the mound, but off flat ground. Um, so he's been able to kind of maintain uh, you know, a lot of his uh, you know, baseball activities along the way, and this is just kind of the final stretch. About a week away from September, and that means obviously September call-ups. Is there anybody in particular Blue Jays fans should be excited to see I assume Dylan Pompey, a possibility to come up in September? Yeah, Pompey is probably going to be the, the main um, kind of young player that you're going to see. Uh, you know, Roman Fields is a possibility as another prospect, uh, as a guy who would strictly be a pinch runner. Um, you know, he's not going to get any playing time up here, but he could come uh, come up and provide some, some speed off the bench, which is something that the team could really need. But, you know, this is, this is a bit of a different situation. Um for September call-ups than what Jays fans have been used to over the last several years. You know, usually this is the time uh, when the Blue Jays, you know, bring up a lot of their younger players um, and and find opportunities for them to get in the games and, and for the organization to see what they have. That's not the case this time around. I mean, even if Dalton Pompey comes up here, he's probably not going to get a lot of playing time. Um, you know, for the most part, I think a lot of the September call-ups you're going to see uh, our, our veteran-type players, guys that we've already seen up here, you know, Aaron Loop uh, will probably be added back to the bullpen. Uh, Ryan Tapero will probably come back as well. Uh, and then you can have other guys you know, around like Mudinori Kawasaki. I think most of the names that you're going to see up here are going to be very familiar um, because it's just more about rounding up the roster uh, and making sure there's enough depth there for, for the final stretch run um, than it is about giving an opportunity to some of the younger guys like it's been. Uh, you know, basically uh, since day one when I've been covering this game. This has been Blue Jays Extras on MLB.com. Gregor, we'll talk to you again next week.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.